spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Hey, it's Mark K from The Mark K Show. Have you heard about the brand new free speech friendly platform called Locals? Well, we're on it and we want you to join us there. Go to markk.locals.com right now. That's markk.locals.com. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Love it! This is the Marquet Show. Hey, Marquet. It was truly an honor for me to be able to meet you and your wife, Jay, Hannah, and Barbie at last night's charity poker tournament. And I for sure will be marquetting this on my calendar for this time next year. Happy Friday. Mark King it on your calendar. That's genius. That right there is fantastic. Thank you so much. I believe that was James we uh, partied with last night at the Ho Ho Hold'em Charity Poker Tournament. I have to tell you, first of all, you need to Mark K your calendar for next year because uh, we already have the date set in stone. This thing last night, we're going to get into it, but, th but there were three records that were broken last night. Three records that were broken at the uh, at the uh, Ho Ho Hold'em Charity Poker Tournament yesterday. And I have to tell you, I am so excited that we broke all three of them. We'll tell you what they are here in just a minute. We'll also tell you what we got planned uh, for next year as well. It was a fantastic event. Over 150 people there. The amount of money we raised, and again, this is it, it. It's just so moving. You know, when we come in here and we bring these kids in here, and today is day two of our 12 days of Christmas, something that we couldn't do without you guys supporting us all throughout the year and especially at our events, uh, our big event being the uh, last night, the Ho Ho Hold'em Charity Poker Tournament. Again, thanks to Best Bet. Thanks to Dreams Come True. Uh, thanks to uh, WOKV here locally in Jacksonville who helped us facilitate everything and everybody who traveled from all over the country to come and party with us play some poker eat drink be merry and most importantly help a bunch of kids who've had a really difficult time and like i said we're going to meet another one of them a little later on today about two o'clock eastern one o'clock central uh we our voices are a little tired today <laughs> because we were partying hard last night we were chit-chatting we were laughing we were having a ball talking to people taking self more selfies were taking uh, taken of us yesterday than I think any Ever. other time in history. That was insane. And and we take a lot of selfies. Yeah, me especially. Yeah, Hannah especially. <laughs> but I mean, it was it was an incredible. It was just an incredible group of people. And the best part about an event like this is when people leave going next year I'm gonna blank or next year I want to do this or I'm bringing so and so next year because you know if somebody leaves an event already excited about the event uh, scheduled the next year then that is something that's really, really, really special. And we thank everybody who helped make it such a success. We'll have more information on that in just a minute. But I want to kick off today's show, ladies and gentlemen, because it is it is Friday. Don't forget, that's very exciting. It's Friday! Yeah. Uh, with a little clip from Barack Obama, who is... 
<laughs> who is out stumping for Raphael Warnock. That big runoff election going on. It's going to be a Tuesday. It's going to be the final tally. We're going to know if Raphael Warnock gets six years in the Senate, which would be just god-awful, or if Georgians get together and do what they need to do uh, to push a uh, Republican in there, uh, you know, in the likes of Herschel Walker. Uh, well, they brought out all the big guns. Every Democrat is pumping their dollars and their time and their effort, and they're trying to bring out any Democrat that people still respect. Apparently, Barack Obama is one of them. And he was talking about Herschel Walker. And he was trying to talk about Herschel Walker in a way that wasn't necessarily mean, but he was he was trying to display him as, look, he's one of the family, you know, he's one of us, I guess, an African-American, prominent, rich, whatever. Uh, but he also wanted to know he's like that kooky old uncle that you, you love because he's a member of the family, but you just don't trust him to watch the kids. You don't let him drive the grandkids around or his nieces and nephews. You know, if he runs out, he's the uncle that runs around going, pull my finger or get me another beer. Oh, that's the uncle you don't trust. And guess what name Barack Obama used when he was describing that uncle? Yeah, you want to get here? I'll just play it for you. I know some folks in our lives who we don't wish them ill will, they say crazy stuff where I'm like, well, you know, Uncle Joe, you know what happened to him. Uncle you Joe, know. yeah, you know, Uncle he calls him Uncle Joe. You know, we all know those people in our lives. They say some crazy stuff. And what do we do? We go, you know, Uncle Joe, we don't, you know, we all know what happened to him. He's literally throwing Joe Biden under the bus while trying to throw Herschel Walker under the bus. It's okay. It, he, they're part of the family. But you don't give him serious responsibility. I mean, there's so many. Hell, he could have said Uncle Herschel for all we, but there's so many names he could have picked. He could have said Uncle Don. He could have said Uncle Jimmy. He could have said Uncle Raul. He could have said Uncle anybody. But the one name that he chose when he was talking about that weird old relative who says some bizarre stuff and who you just don't trust with any responsibility was Uncle Joe. I know some folks in our lives who we don't wish them ill will they say crazy stuff where i'm like well you know uncle joe you know what happened to him you know it's okay it, it, they're part of the family but you don't Give him serious responsibilities. 855-940-MARK is our number. I'll tell you what, if there, there's never, he probably meant to do it. Let's be honest. He's probably setting the seeds. He probably knows. He, listen, we're going to get uh, Raphael Warnock into office, and then we're going to get old Uncle Joe out of office because we, no, ain't nobody taking that guy seriously. 855-940-MARK is our number if you want to get through. 855-940-6275. Since it is Friday today, very exciting stuff going on. We have some fake news Friday coming up a little later on today. Your chance to win some free stuff. Also, Week in Review Trivia, and what a week we've had. I'm really missed. One of the things I missed last week, because it was a short week, we had two days on, we had our we had our uh, Thanksgiving Day celebration on Wednesday, and then Thursday and Friday we were off. We didn't get to play uh, some of our favorites, no What the Bleep, no Fake News Friday, and there was no Week in Review Trivia. So we're going to do Week in Review Trivia, and I'm really stoked that we had the full week to, to gather some questions, really good questions today, too. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah? we, had, we had a very, very, let's just say we had a very, very, 
uh, interesting and eventful week. Indeed. And if you were paying attention, if you're one of these diehards who turns on the radio every day when we come on at noon or 11, uh, at noon Eastern, 11 Central, if you're one of these people that streams us all three hours a day, five days a week, then this is the game for you. This is where we get to uh, to pay you back with some with some special Mark K swag. If you can correctly identify the answers to the questions, and again, not stuff you can Google, Siri can't help you. Alexa can't help you. She's worthless. Uh, this is all stuff you can only know if you listen to the show. It's our way of, well, basically bribing you. To listen. Sometimes people Absolutely. need to be bribed. Yeah, well, we're not below bribing you, folks. We're, we're not below that at all. Um, and then, of course, we do have a, a bunch of news and stuff uh, that we're going to bring in. We're going to bring in a case kid and give them a fantastic gift for the 12 days of Christmas, unbeknownst to them. So much. Oh, and it's Jay's birthday on Sunday. But what we do here is when somebody's when somebody has a birthday that's on a weekend, we either uh, celebrate. We usually celebrate the day before, which would be today. So we got Jay some sushi, and we got. Well, did you did you get a gift for Jay? I did. Okay, I got a. Okay, good. Okay. So later on, we have a little birthday celebration for our very own Jay, and uh, and that's. I let, we got so much to do, so very little time to get it all in. So uh, let's just kick it off, ladies and gentlemen, shall we? All right. Last night, the Ho Ho Hold'em Celebrity Poker Tournament. I have to tell you, so many things with this that were just amazing. First of all, we did something this year that we've never done before. We said, to hell with the celebrity bounties, we want to be the only celebrities at our tournament. It's our tournament. We might as well just hog the spotlight. And we did. Yeah. And we created something called the VIK table, the very important Katria table. We doubled the price of the tickets. We sold them out in minutes. And the VIKs that we had were outstanding people. They so were much incredible. fun. They were nice. Hannah, Jay, and I sat at that table with these <laughs> folks. We broadcast the whole thing online. It was phenomenal. And I think having the VIK table was outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we had a couple people like walk up to me and say, Hey, you know, I'd have paid you $1,000 to sit at that table. Whoa, 1000 And I was like, well, there's always next year. <laughs> so we'll see. Maybe we'll have to do that. Maybe we'll have to, like, have different tiered or auction them off. Or I don't know. We'll figure something out. But everybody that wasn't at the VIK table was, was jealous of the people at the VIK table. And they were like, next year, I'm going to get me a seat there. And it was cool. There were spotlights, microphones. It was broadcast on YouTube. And we put it on our Facebook page and everywhere else. If you want to go and see Hannah take down a couple of big pots. <laughs> Hannah, who pretends like she doesn't know what's going on with I poker. Don't. But yeah, and then draws like a set of queens and takes down a couple grand from other, from other folks that were drawing two pairs. <laughs> Hannah, who took me for like three grand with her pocket aces. <laughs> Uh, it was real. She's like, oh, and I just don't know what I'm doing. But look, I'm winning all this money. Um, unfortunately, Hannah was the first of the three of us to be knocked out of I the tournament. I am wholeheartedly okay with it. Yeah, but you did a great job. <laughs> Thanks. You did My a husband great job. was there and I was like, all in. Yeah. Jay was the second to be knocked out of the tournament. Jay, how many hands total did you win last night? Absolutely none. Absolutely none. Yeah, but <laughs> you, lost, you won no hands, but you still managed to stick around longer than Hannah. Yeah. Which is really, yeah. that's, that's hard to do. And then, of course, of the three of us, I guess you would have to say of the three of us at the VIK table, I was probably the big winner because yeah, I was there the Definitely the most seasoned. Yeah, well, you're and, calling and me old. Winner. You're telling no, me I'm old. No, I meant in That's poker. Yeah. In poker. <laughs> but listen, the, uh, the big thing, one of the biggest surprises and one of the historic moments was at the end of the tournament, because what happens is we got we had over 100 people playing and the, uh, you know, the blinds go up and the clock ticks and it gets faster and faster. And eventually people, you can't buy back in. So people start getting knocked out of the right. tournament. Yeah. And the goal is to get all the chips. And when you've knocked everybody else at the, out of the tournament, you're the winner. Right. So at the final table, for the first time ever, we had not one, 
not two, but three female poker players. It was amazing. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if they identify. I didn't ask. They just, I just assumed. I mean, they didn't, they didn't correct you when you said that they were ladies. No, right. I said ladies, women, you know, whatever, but they did. No one said, excuse me, (laughs) I identify as a, they, them, Uh, but they were three of them at the table and they kept winning. And our uh, one of our big bosses was at the table. They knocked his ass out. Josh Scobie, former Jaguar kicker, he was at the table. They knocked him out. Yeah. All of a sudden, I turn around, and I see that there's only four players left in the entire tournament. One dude and the three ladies. Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, this is historic because never in the history of the Ho-Ho Hold'em charity poker tournament have we had a woman win any of the top three prizes. Right. And now at least two will win, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's only one dude left. Yeah. Well, lo and behold, I don't know if they were working together. I, I don't know. Were. I don't know if they got some kind of alliance in the some ladies' collusion. room. I don't know what was going on in there, but this dude didn't stand a chance. They were gunning for him. They knocked him out. And our first place winner, our second place winner, and our third place winner were all women for the first time ever. That's cool. It was it was amazing. And they were sharks. I mean, they don't get me wrong. Were, they were, yes. They knew what they, they were, were doing. Yeah, uh, it was uh, it was Kim came in third, Lisa came in second, and Linda came in third place. And that was, it was just so much fun. And we had a, such a blast. And all of them donated their winnings back to the case. Which case I was so noble. You know, it's really, and that's the thing. When we give, because the $1,000 cash prize is yours to keep. $500 for second place, $250 for third place. All money that we set aside for prizes. But each one of them came up to me and said, look, I want to give money back. And the prize money was donated back because they said, we just had a blast. We had so much fun. We wanted to do this for charity. So please give it back to Case Kids, which again was just, that just warms my heart. And that just goes to show that not only do we have the most fun listeners ever, we also have the most generous ones. It was crazy. Now, that was the first big thing that I was the first big historic moment. But one other thing that happened yesterday was the amount of money raised. And the first year we, this was our... This was our sixth year, but really just our fifth tournament because we got canceled for COVID one year. Yeah. Poker place had to close down and whatever. Uh, but in our in our first year, the total amount of money that we raised was fifteen thousand dollars. Okay. Which was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was ample. Absolutely. It, was, it was plenty. This year, our total was more than double what we got in our first year. And when all was said and done, we totaled up all of the money we raised. We totaled up everything that we had on the, uh, collected that night, all the ticket sales, everything. And we had a total of $34,000. That is fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's not even, that's not that's even not the end even of it. it. We had, uh, they came up to me and they said, Mark, the total's $34,000. Why don't you announce it and then ask if anyone wants to donate another $1,000 just to get us to $3,500? that's fantastic. So I did. I go, we're up to $34,000. Thank you, everybody. Anyone want to kick in another grand just to make it thirty five? And a couple hands shot up in the air. People pulled out their phones. And Carol Walters, who wasn't there, she wasn't able to be there. Right. But Carol Walters, who runs Diamond, Cheer, and Dance, uh-huh. immediately, one of her friends texted her, and she went right to our KaysKids.com website. She donated $1,000. She put us over the top to 35000 Wow. And then at the end of the tournament, when Kim and Lisa and Linda, our grand prize winner, when they all donated their money back, our grand total was over thirty six. dollars thousand dollars that is amazing wow it was it was it was such a successful night so great there's photos up on our k's kids facebook page there's a bunch of really crazy videos on my instagram story oh yeah if you i'll just say this twins 
Twins. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> if you have, go to my Instagram story right now, at Mark K, and just look for the video of the twins. They're amazing. You'll know it. <laughs> I want them at every one of our events. You'll know I them. You'll know what I'm talking about when you see it. Uh, but thanks to everybody who came out. It was just such a fantastic event. Now, we've already booked next year's tournament. And as we pointed out, if you want a seat at the VIK table, you've got to be there right when tickets go on sale. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll announce the details for our Ho Ho Hold'em Charity Poker Tournament for 2023. That's next on the Marque Show. Stay tuned. Show. My name is Mark K. Eight five five nine four zero. Mark is our number. Eight five five. One more thing about the uh, one more thing about the poker tournament yesterday. Before we tell you about the date for next year, we uh, Jay was staying at the hotel with a lot of the out of town guests, and a lot of them were like, "Hey, where's the shuttle you promised us?" <laughs> and we were like, "Oopsie." Because we offhandedly mentioned on the air, hey, if enough people come to town and say at the hotel, we'll get a shuttle. Yeah. And then we totally just neglected to do any of that. So uh, we had people writing us last minute, going, "What time do we meet the shuttle?" And we sent, uh, I wrote to Jay or Hannah called Jay and said, quick, get, just get an Uber XL, meet everybody in the lobby. And then, yeah, we gave, listen, here's the thing. We gave Jay like one job and he calls me and Jay, what did you tell me? What happened when the Uber showed up? Um, so it was a Tahoe. Yeah. You know, I signed up for XL and the yeah. guy was like, oh, well, you didn't put down how many people were going to be in the car. I was like, yeah. well, I mean, it's supposed to be six. Right. And he was like, yeah, well, the problem is I don't have the back seats in. You don't know about, so it was like a four seater. SUV. Yeah. So what'd you guys do instead? Um, me and one of the guests sat in the back. With no like, seatbelt. Like a couple <laughs> kids in an old school station wagon yep. just cruising like it was that Staring 70s out show. the back of the window. That, which is, you know, <laughs> look, we never said this was like a highfalutin event. We just said it was a lot of fun. Uh, but no, it was it was fantastic. <laughs> and next year, not only, we're going to make sure that we have, we'll ride you in style. Uh, by the way, Whoa. Oh, that's not what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> we'll have you riding in style. There you go. All right, listen, mark your calendars, folks. Thursday, November 30th, 2023 is our next Ho, ho, hold them, charity poker tournament. That's almost a year's notice. So don't come crying to me when you didn't get tickets going. I didn't know when it was. Thursday, November 30th, 2023. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. Did the Mark K show piss off Apple? Can't seem to stream you on any of my Apple products. And you know what? Probably we did, but I'll tell you what's an even bigger problem. Apple's pissing off everybody else. Tim Cook, the head of Apple, and we've been talking about this for a couple weeks now. Tim Cook and what's been going on with China and everything else and Elon Musk. This is an all-out war. This is exactly what big tech needed. Uh, you never see any change in any kind of organization until the real truth is brought to light. And when the real truth is brought to light, that's when there's a that's when there's a crack in the system, if you will. That's when there's uh, you know that's when there's there's trouble with the matrix. That's when people start to take sides. And Elon Musk has always been the kind of guy. What do they call him? Disruptors. 
That's the, that's the cool that's the cool kid word for yeah. when you go into an industry and you just mess everything up for everybody. He's always been a massive disruptor. He's the guy that said we can make electric vehicles, but they should be high end luxury electric vehicles so that celebrities will want them and then everyone will want them. And that's exactly what happened. If you make a if you make a cheap EV, no one's going to want to drive it. But if you can get Leonardo DiCaprio and 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 Tom Hanks and Alyssa Milano, well, before she traded in her Tesla for a Nazi car, um, then yeah, you then you're going to do very well. And that's exactly what happened with Elon Musk. He also said, you know what, we should go to Mars. And in saying we should go to Mars, he managed to take over the entire space program for NASA, and he managed to make some very very interesting uh, and. Um, you would think, you know, common sense um, updates and upgrades to our to our space exploration program. In addition, he he garnered a lot of competition from other billionaires like Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos. And when you open something up to capitalist uh, capitalistic competition, you bring down the cost dramatically, and you also increase the technological advancement and uh, decrease the amount of time it takes to make those technological advancements. What that means is, because of Elon Musk, our space program is miles ahead of where it would be if our government were still just in charge. Now, Elon Musk is breaking open social media. He bought Twitter, spent $44 billion on it, and immediately tore it apart, which is what you do. You know, when you're a, when you're one of these uh, inquisitive minds or when you're one of these really like a capitalist, that's the problem. That's the problem. Elon Musk is a capitalist and capitalists are what America needs. The problem you have with social media and big tech is that too many of those folks became, they were capitalists at one time, but then they became activists. Once you get to be a billionaire, money doesn't really mean a lot to you. You need a lot more to, I don't know, keep your energy up or keep yourself enthusiastic. You start to become an activist. And in fact, there's a guy named Arthur Brooks, Arthur Brooks is the president of AEI, which is American uh, something something Institute, American Executive. Anyway, he's all about making money. He's a capitalist, basically. And he went on the squawk box and he said, look, here's the deal. Here's the problem with America today and the CEOs of these major companies, especially in the big tech sector. Activists are trying to bully companies, trying to bully citizens, trying to basically bring all of us into their culture war. And it's time for us to stand up. Yeah, it's time for that. What's happening is these companies are becoming culture warriors because this minuscule little percentage, 3%. Are, are activists and they're permeating their culture throughout the rest of big business. 3% of your employees are activists instead of working and they're blowing up your Slack channel right now demanding that you get involved in a culture war and make political statements. Don't do it. Don't do it. Think about where you work. I don't care what size company you work at. Maybe you work in a massive company with thousands of people. Maybe you work at a small company with just a couple dozen people. There's individuals. You can think about them. You can pinpoint them. You could name them if you were asked. Who's there and is more interested in changing the culture of the company than doing the job they were hired to? Who's there and walks around like they own the place and bullies you? And if they don't like the button you're wearing or if they don't like the bumper sticker on your car or if they have a problem with anything you do, say, think, display, they will run to HR, they will run to the boss and they will call you out and you'll get in trouble when you had no problem with anybody. 
That happens in every company. And those 3% of the people are ruining corporate America for, well, the rest of us. The rest of your employees are feeling bullied as well. Their coworkers are being bullied by these activists. It's time for us to say, I will not be conscripted into America's culture war. Right, and what Arthur Brooks is saying is you gotta say, no, you can, you can come in here and you can battle, you can pretend that instead of doing a job, instead of creating a product or, or you know, uh, giving us a service in, in exchange for a paycheck, which is really all we want from you people, uh, you come in here with your, with your high ground and your morals and your bleeding heart liberal sentiments and your this is racist and that's uh, sexist and this is misogynistic and my gender is fluid and all this other crap instead of doing the job you're here for one reason and one reason only to be a social warrior activist and this ain't the time or place and and the rest of us should not and cannot be bullied why it's destroying corporations 93 percent of americans say they hate how divided we become as a country that other seven percent who doesn't hate it those are the activists saying if you buy a if you buy a, a Tesla, it means that somehow you believe in hate speech. It's completely absurd and it's total bullying. These are the same people that say if you go to Chick-fil-A to get a chicken sandwich, some waffle fries, and a milkshake, it's because you are a homophobe and you're against gay marriage. That's the same thing. If you watch Candace Cameron Bure on her new channel, then you believe that uh, Christian fundamentalism is the way to go and that gay people can't be couples. All this stuff. It's the same thing. It doesn't matter what the activist is is trying to activate you to believe. It's all the same. And it's it's something that needs to be out of our corporate culture. And Elon Musk agrees. So when Elon Musk bought Twitter for $44 million, what did he do? He said, all right, I got 7,500 people here. Three per, really, probably 30% of them were activists. Let's just get rid of half of them right off the top because let's face it, as a capitalist, that's your job. Run a company efficiently, streamlined. Figure out the fewest number of people you need to put out the best product, and that's what you do. That's how Elon Musk became the richest man in the world, and that's how the people at Twitter became, well, has-beens who nobody remembers even their names. So he went in and he did that, and he turned it from an activist organization into a capitalist system. And that's why he is now disrupting the rest of Silicon Valley. And that's why now the spotlight is on people like Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook, who went to Congress and said, oh, yeah, the FBI, yeah, they told me to suppress that Hunter Biden laptop story. Sorry, he said that on the Joe Rogan podcast. I get Congress and the Joe Rogan podcast con uh, confused sometimes because a lot of people say stuff on the Joe Rogan podcast that I thought they would only say if they were subpoenaed by Congress. But they're like, no way, this is my time to shine. <laughs> they're like, maybe I could actually get famous here. So Mark Zuckerberg's telling Joe Rogan, yeah, the FBI told me to suppress that Hunter Biden stuff, so we did. Uh, turns out it wasn't Russian disinformation at all. It was just info that people probably wanted to know before they cast their ballot. Well, now all eyes are on Apple because Apple is acting like an activist. But not only are they using their massive wealth and their massive technology and their reach into really everyone, everyone's lives, every American's lives are touched in some way by Apple. And Apple has the power to make your life great or make your life miserable. We've all experienced it. You've, you've put off buying that new iPhone, and then all of a sudden, what, your four-year-old iPhone, the battery starts to drain real quick, or you can't get a signal, or your text messages don't go through, or your storage gets filled up, and all of a sudden, you're like, God, I got to go buy another iPhone because this one's so old. 
It's not old. They are purposely aging it internally. They're slowing it down. They're draining the battery. They're eating up all your storage, and they're doing it because they want you to go drop another cool grand on the newest model of iPhone, which will be great for about three, four years, and then the same damn thing will happen. It's what they do. It's how they control not only their business, but all of their customers. And now they're using all that power to suppress free speech in communist China. They are using that power, power and money that was given to them by liberty-loving, freedom-defending, patriotic Americans. Because if you have an iPhone or an iPad or if you have a MacBook or if you have a, an iPod or you bought one back in the day, if you subscribe to iTunes or if you watch Apple TV or any of those things, then you have donated money to Apple and they are using their power and their clout to suppress freedom in China. They are using their power and their clout to work with Xi Jinping to maintain this tyrannical grip on innocent people who are being locked up because they got a cold and they're sick and tired of it and they're looking for help and nobody's giving it to them. Not Tim Cook, not Apple, not Joe Biden. You know who does help people in need? Elon Musk. Well, Jim Jordan wants to know what happened to the Apple of, I don't know, four years ago. Where's the Apple that a few years ago said we're going to stand up for Americans' privacy? Where's the Tim Cook who told Jim Comey there is no way we're giving the FBI backdoor access to people's phones? That's the Apple we want to see. Yeah, remember that guy? That was just, a, what was that, like four, three, four years ago. Uh, the FBI went to Apple and said we need access to all these iPhones. And Tim Cook said kick her up, pound sand, FBI. We're way more powerful than you are. Now, all of a sudden, he's in bed with China, with Xi Jinping. Why is that? Well, it's simple enough. The FBI can't shut down Apple's supply chain. But Xi Jinping 100% can ground that company to a halt. Think about that. China is where every Apple component is made. China is where the cheap labor comes from. China is where all the lithium and crap that the batteries is because they've been mining it everywhere. China controls Apple. And if they wanted to, they could shut Apple down. And Tim Cook knows it. So he has no choice but to side with Xi Jinping over, well, freedom. And the left has to go along with it. Why? Well, because they are activists. And if they're not with Tim Cook and Joe Biden, they're with Elon Musk. And they can't be with Elon Musk because Elon Musk let, let Donald Trump back on Twitter. Jim Jordan wants everybody to know that that's what they're focused on. They're focused on helping Tim Cook, helping Apple, and helping China to stifle freedom of speech there and probably elsewhere. The left is at war with the First Amendment. The left doesn't want the First Amendment anymore. And uh, that, is, that is the key concern here. The left now says this, if you don't agree with them, you're not allowed to speak. And if you try, they're going to come after you. They're going to they're going to threaten you from the White House press room. They're going to threaten the disinformation governance board. That is what scares me to death and I think scares so many people. So God bless Elon Musk for what he's doing to this platform, how it's improving and focusing on the First Amendment. And God bless Jim Jordan, who's going to be in charge of the Judiciary Committee in just a minute, is going to be launching all these investigations. And God bless the Republicans who somehow managed to scrape by a slim majority so that they can hold control of the House of Representatives and grab Tim Cook and bring him up to Capitol Hill. In fact, guess where Tim Cook was yesterday? Capitol Hill. A Fox News reporter, I forget her name, she cornered him in the hallway, asked him several questions about Apple, their involvement in China, what they're doing, and listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to what he said. 
Do you support the Chinese people's right to protest? Do you have any reaction to the factory workers that were beaten and detained for protesting COVID lockdowns? Do you regret restricting airdrop access that protesters used to evade surveillance from the Chinese government? Do you think it's problematic to do business with the Communist Chinese Party when they suppress human rights? Yeah, and then he went through a doorway and answered. By the way, I know what you're thinking. You're like, Mark, I heard her questions. I didn't hear any answers come from Tim Cook. It's because he didn't say a damn word. This guy said nothing. He just walked down the hallway because he knows the answers that he has for those questions, nobody wants to hear. It's the same reason why LeBron James sides with China, because they are bought and sold by that regime. It's the same reason Joe Biden had John Kirby go out and try to say, you know what? It's totally Apple and China. It's two totally different things. Well, those are completely two different circumstances. You're talking about the potential. Well, you're talking about the uh, the potential for perhaps uh, foreign investment and involvement uh, in the management of Twitter. That's a different issue than what we're talking about here, which is a business decision by Apple with respect to how one of their uh, applications is being well, utilized. Certainly they're getting influenced by, the, by a foreign government, but, uh, and that government is China. By the way, I apologize. I, I mispronounced his last name. It's John Squirmy, not John Kirby. We, we've established that. <laughs> John Squirmy. So John Squirmy's out, there, Squirmy's out there lying, saying this is two totally different things. Elon Musk and Twitter, we are, we are just, we believe that he may be influenced by foreign investors in a foreign government. With Apple, it's just a, they're able to do with their technology. They're just a privately run company, but they're not. They are a communist run company because China pulls the strings. And John Squirmy and can't say a damn word about it because his boss has earned millions and millions of dollars from the same company that Tim Cook depends on for his livelihood and the livelihood of Apple. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Listen, we got to take one quick break here in just a minute. We'll get some of your phone calls uh, coming up. More on this, but this, the culture war is big, and I kind of disagree. I don't think that we need to, I don't think we need to say we're not going to be conscripted into your army of culture war activists. I do think we need to form an army, though, uh, to battle back from the other side. We'll get more into that, plus some fake news Friday. Uh, dreams come true. We have another one of our K's kids coming in for the 12 days of Christmas, and before we get out of here, we will celebrate Jay's birthday and also celebrate the past week with some weekend review trivia. So much to do, so little time. We're going to try. We're not going to waste a minute of it. Quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We are so excited that you're here. Uh, real quick, let's take a couple phone calls. We've got Eric in Ocala. Eric, hi, how are you? Thanks for calling. What's on your mind, sir? Oh, hey, uh, I was at the poker tournament last yeah. night. I was the one in the green I was the one in the green suit. Oh, you looked spiffy, um, man. Eric, you looked amazing. Well, thank you very much, but I'll try to keep this real quick and still got a couple points, and I know your time is valuable. Great time last night. Had one of the best times. I mean, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Tell everybody out on the radio. Wonderful, wonderful experience. You know, it was really nice being able to chat with you guys, feel personable, feel like part of a family. It was a very, very nice experience. 
Um, I like your ideas with adding uh, maybe a couple other things to do afterwards. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I thought one thing that you might want to think about doing is maybe if you could have uh, the previous K kids, like pictures and like little story things about it for where people can walk and kind of read about the kids that have been helped in the past. Eric, that's a great and, you know, idea. Just kind of refresh them up. I think that would be kind of cool. That would be um, great. I, I like the fact that the size, a little bit bigger, would be all right. Too big, I think, would kind of ruin the whole thing. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> space-wise, yeah, right. Uh, space-wise, um, I think, you know, a little more room space would be good. But a great, all-around great, great night. And uh, one more quick question. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know if you guys would have interest into it. I forgot to ask you last night that I was having such a great time. Yeah. But... You know, uh, at basketball games, volleyball games, et cetera, whatever, at, at high schools, how they have sometimes the portable scoreboards about the size of a large briefcase where it has the score, the buzzers, and yeah, all no, that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. All right, well, I have one of those that I have no use for, and I know when you guys do your games there, I know we can't hear it on the radio, but people that watch, um, if you'd be interested in me donating it to you guys. Eric, so you guys have Eric absolutely. Will. Hang on one, buddy. First, you, you're you speaking my language now. Hey, Eric, uh, Jay, get Eric's information. We got to talk to him a little bit more about that portable scoreboard for when I uh, pummel you a trivia every week. And also there'd be other uses for it as well. Eight, speaking of games, 855-940-MARK. If you want to play some Fake News Friday, Hannah, what should you do if you want to play Fake News Friday? Call in to play Fake News Friday. Thank you. That was very good. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. Yeah, this is the Mark K Show. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. We really appreciate it. 855-940-MARK is our number. Or you know what else you can do? You can just uh, send us an open mic message. All right. Here we go. I'm going to do the official Mark K. rap song. All right. Get ready. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, crap. I just remembered. I can't rap. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> well, anticlimactic. Don't worry. I can rap, and I'll play you my official uh, Mark K. rap song here in, before we get out. If there's time. Like I said, we're jam-packed today. In just a minute, we're going to be playing some Fake News Friday. This is a great game where we give you a headline, and all you have to do is tell us that's fake news or that's real news. And if you get it right, if you get more right than your opponent, you win a Mark K. Show prize pack. If you'd like to play, call right now, 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. We're going to do that in just a second. Also, we have another one of our K's kids uh, that's going to pop in here in just a minute. We're going to uh, hear their story. Uh, this is a, a child who's been battling just the most... I mean, this is the worst of the uh, of uh, life-threatening illnesses and debilitating diseases. Doing it with a, a lot of courage, a lot more courage than a lot of adults I know. And we're going to uh, we're going to hopefully make a Christmas dream for that kid come true. In fact, I know we will. We I'm confident we can do it. And this is again the reason why we do these poker tournaments and have all these fantastic charity fundraisers uh, throughout the year. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. One more funny thing about the poker tournament, and then I promise I'll shut up about it. Um, <laughs> Hannah's whole family was there. Her mom came because uh -huh. her mom's everywhere. Also. So her mom had to drive her home because uh, she didn't have a car. Uh, also, her dad came and played, did a yeah, good job. He did great. And her grandma, Grandma Jan, was there as well. But I was talking to her dad because her dad was where he looked very nice. He had this nice kind of like gray button down shirt. Yeah. Very, very elegant looking. And he was walking around. We had these name tags. They were various colors. Uh -huh. And he happened to have a gray name tag, which matched his shirt. I said, so matchy, matchy. I said, Zane, you look great in that shirt with the name tag. You look really spiffy. And he goes, I got in trouble for wearing this shirt. <laughs> and I go, why is that? He goes, well, I was supposed to wear some kind of Christmassy thing, and I didn't. 
Yeah. And it's sure enough, Hannah, her mother, her grandma, pretty much everybody in the Guile family looked like uh, they were auditioning to be an elf um, for, you know, <laughs> Elf the Musical coming sure. to the Times Union Center next week. Uh, but, you know, Zane kind of stood, he was just wearing, just looked like a dude in a nice gray shirt. Yeah. Definitely looked like if one of these things is not like the other, it's, you know. <laughs> you got, I, thought, I thought he and I matched a little bit because I was wearing silver, he was wearing gray. Yeah, but you but you were, were wearing a shimmery silver oh, yeah. disco ball. sparkles. Right, and red <laughs> velvet, you know, scarves and all kinds of things. And you had bright red lipstick. He had none of that. He just had a gray shirt. He looked good. <laughs> But apparently he got in trouble with the missus uh, for not being Christmassy enough. <laughs> not festive enough. Yeah. 855 940 Mark is our number. You ready for some fake news Friday? Yeah. Here we go. This just in. It's fake news Friday. Yeah. And we are, uh, <laughs> by the way, that's Quincy. And Quincy is one of our K's kids from last year. He um, he came in here. We gave him a gift. And everybody was like, wow, that guy's got a great voice for a 14-year-old. And we were like, he sure does. So we put him to work. We made him cut a bunch of stuff for our show. And we still play it to this day. That's, uh, you know, we we get, that's uh, everybody gets to, to benefit from these K's kids. Uh, you know, we get a little, we get some free labor. They yeah. get, you know, they get, <laughs> they get a dream that comes true. So it's great. 855-940-MARK <laughs> is our number. Christine is in Alabama. Hello, Christine. How are you? Hey, Mark. Hey, Hannah. Hi, Jay. I'm glad to be here. Oh, Christine, we're Yay. so glad that you're here as well. Are you ready to play some Fake News Friday today? Uh, I'm ready, oh, yes. You, you do sound ready. You sound as ready as anybody. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> you're going to be playing, and it looks like you're going to be playing against Joel, who is in Dayton, Ohio, uh, listening on WHIO. Hi, Joel. How's it going? Happy Friday, Chief. Uh, happy Friday! To, happy Friday to you, Joel, and thank you for uh, using the appropriately. Um, uh, d d what do we call it? When, oh, uh, when we appropriated the appropriate appropriated chief term from our American oh, yes, uh, yes, yes. Native American heritage. Uh, all right, uh, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read you the headline one at a time, and then it's your job just to say that's real news or that's fake news. And, of course, if you get it right, you get a point. Most points at the end of the game wins a Mark K. Show prize pack. Now, we should point out again, in the event of a tie, we will flip a coin do I have my Kate? Where's my Kate? Where did oh, it I go? You rolled. My Katriot official challenge coin, series one. We will flip a coin uh, to see who wins, okay? So the best thing you can do is try to avoid a tie, at, at, if at all possible. Okay. All okay. right. Good. Christine, are you ready for your first Fake News Friday headline? Yeah. Shoot. Go ahead. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Nancy Pelosi begins cleaning out her office finds a note left in the desk by a January 6th protester that reads, quote, get 50% off of my pillow, use coupon code TRUMP1. <laughs> oh, that would be great if she did find that, but I'm going to say that that is fake news. Nancy Pelosi begins cleaning out her office, finds a note left in the, her desk by a January 6th protester that reads, get 50% off of my pillow, use coupon code TRUMP1. You believe that is fake news? I do believe that is fake news. That is... Fake news. Nicely done. Oh, that fake news. But again, I don't think she's even started cleaning out her office yet. You know she's going to hold on to that thing as long as, oh, humanly, yeah. long as humanly possible. All right, good job, Christine. You've figured out this game. You are on the board. Uh, and we go to you, Joel. Joel, are you ready for your first one? Yes, I am. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. Super Governor Ron DeSantis plans to release a new children's book for Christmas entitled Jose and Marisol Go to Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> I'm going to say fake news on that one. You're going to say that's fake news. That is... 
fake news. Congratulations. Yeah, nicely Woo! done. You are fake news. Jose and Marisol go to Martha's Vineyard. I like this. On a flight. That was, yeah, uh, very good, Joel. You got, got yourself a point. Nicely done. He does have a book coming out, but it's more of a more of an autobiography uh, more <laughs> than a children's story. All right, Christine, back to you. Are you ready for your next one? Yep, let's do it. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Taking a page from Biden's playbook, Vladimir Putin fell down the stairs at his home and pooped his pants, according to bodyguards. <laughs> um, Taking a play sorry, from Joe um, Biden's playbook, Vladimir Putin fell down the stairs at his home and pooped his pants, according to bodyguards. Is that real news or is that fake news? This one's tough because Joe Biden fell up the stairs. Oh, yeah. Tricky, but, but I'm going to say it's real news. You're going to say that's real news? Yeah, I'm going to say it's real news. According to the Daily Mail, Vladimir Putin fell down the stairs at his home and soiled himself, according to a Telegram channel, which claims links to his bodyguard. That is real news. Woo! Look at that. Poor guy. Yeah, poor, well, you know, I mean, the, I think his guy had, had that coming. He's doing okay. I mean, at least you know, <laughs> with all of the atrocities he's pulled, I think a little poop in his pants is the least he's, oh goodness, he's deserving stop. of. Hey, that's fine. Now, let's, get back, let's get back to the game. All right, Joel, here we go. You need this one to tie it up. Are you ready, sir? Yep. All right, here we go. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or if this is fake news. Hospital patient allegedly turned off roommate's ventilator, quote, because it sounded annoying. Oh, goodness. <laughs> A hospital patient allegedly turned off roommate's ventilator because, quote, it sounded annoying. Is that real news or is that fake news? It sounds... Sounds like it could be real. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, real news on that. You know, it's one of those reasons why you always want to try to get a single in the hospital if you can. Yeah, 72-year-old woman detained on suspicion of attempted manslaughter after her alleged incident in German hospital. She turned off the annoying roommate's ventilator because of the sound it was keeping her awake. Congratulations. Wow. <laughs> That's, so, That's so messed up. <laughs> German hot. Dossie's so loud. Cannot sleep. These <laughs> <laughs> noise drive crazy. Uh, all right. Very good. Well, we're all tied up. Remember, in the event of a tie, we go to a tie-breaking coin toss. So we want to try to avoid that if all, if all possible. Christine, are you ready? Yep, let's go. All right. Listen carefully, Christine. Tell us if this is real news or if this is fake news. Last week, a turkey was denied a presidential pardon after photos emerged of it attending the January 6th protest at the Capitol building. <laughs> oh, Last week, a turkey was, turkey was denied a presidential <laughs> pardon after photos emerged of it attending the January 6th rally at the Capitol building. You believe that is fake news? I do believe it's fake news. I do believe. I saw the photo, but it did look a little photoshopped. Mm. That is... Fake news. That's right. Oh, that fake news. Incidentally, that beauty brought to us by our friends at the Babylon Bee, babylonbee.com. They always come up with some great fake news headlines. All right, Joel, pressure's on. You ready, buddy? I'm ready. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. After the controversial World Cup in Qatar... FIFA president Gianni Infantino sees no reason why North Korea shouldn't host a World Cup, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
After a controversial uh, World Cup in Qatar, FIFA President Gianni Infantino sees no reason why North Korea shouldn't host a World Cup, too. Is that real news or is that fake news? It seems real, but I'm going to go with fake news. It seems real, but you're going to go with fake news. Yep. Yep. Gianni Infantino, according to sportsbrief.com, says he's admitted to being open about North Korea hosting the FIFA World Cup in the future. Yikes. He believes any nation is eligible to host the biggest football festival on the face of the earth. That is, unfortunately for football fans, real news. And I mean the fake football, not the real Does North football. Does Korea even play. have a team? I don't, no one gets to go into North Korea and come out to That's report what I back. Thought. So I don't know. Anyway, uh, all right, uh, Christine, here we go. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. Here we go. You can maintain your lead with this next one. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. After latest flop, Disney reversing course on groomer movies. Next film will be two straight hours of Prince Charming playing tonsil hockey with Cinderella. After latest flop, Disney reversing course on groomer movies. Next film will be two straight hours of Prince Charming playing tonsil hockey with Cinderella. You believe that to be fake news? I believe that is fake news. Absolutely. Gold. I hated that. <laughs> that was awful. That is fake news. Nicely done. You are fake news. Yeah. By the way, thank you for laughing at tonsil hockey. We went through a whole bunch. In fact, Hannah's mom sent her like 22 different metaphors for yeah. kissing. What did she write? <laughs> she wrote uh, a few different things. She said, necking, parking, smooching, getting jazzed, cuddling, smacking, lacking, and macking. <laughs> Thank you, Barbie. Getting for all those, jazzed. Uh, getting jazzed. Is that what they call it? Apparently. And in Washington State. All right. Uh, Joel, <laughs> here we go. You need this one to stay in the game. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Fearing he won't have enough support to win Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy hires Dominion Systems to handle the secret ballot. Uh, I'm uh, going to go with fake news. Fearing you won't have enough support to win Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy hires Dominion Systems to handle the secret ballot. You believe that to be fake news? Correct, but I don't think you should be using the, the word Dominion on that. Oh, you're right. I shouldn't. Well, it is fake news, so we're okay. We're in the clear. <laughs> As long as we report on it being fake news and we play this official... You are fake news. Yeah, now we're in there. We can't get sued. All right, Joel, you got yourself a point. Here we go. Final round. Christine, if you get this one right, you've solidified your win. If you get it wrong, Joel has a chance to tie, thus forcing the coin flip. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Listen yeah. carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Ahead of the 2024 presidential election... Barack Obama tells the New York Times he now identifies as someone who did not serve two terms as president. <laughs> um, that is fake news. I don't identify as somebody who served two terms as president. Therefore, you must accept that I identify as a viable candidate for 2024. I'm going <laughs> up against Uncle Joe. That is correct. Oh, that fake news. Which means with a score of five to three, congratulations. You are a big winner, Christine. Nicely done. Good job, Joel. Joel, congratulations. You did a great job, too. Hang on one second. Everybody else, quick break. More of the Mark K Show is on the way. We will be right back. I'm kind of bummed. I was looking forward to flipping that coin. Right? Now let's do it for fun.
Heads. <laughs> This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855 mark is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We really appreciate it. We're... Man, you know what? We were... we were just talking about Karen last night at the Ho-Ho Hold'em. She was, she was a hot topic of conversation. Sure was. We hadn't heard from her in a while. Hey, uh, Karen, hi. Hello. Here, hello. I don't know why Darren is only focused. Our three hours a day is political issues. Political. Doesn't he have anything else he wants to bitch about? Because the only thing he bitches about is Biden, what's going on in the political world. Oh. And that's about it for three hours a day. Well, I mean, that's not it. We also play a lot of fun games. And, you know, we talk. I mean, like, and there's a lot going on with Biden. For example, he's in bed with China and he's, uh, you know, he's suppressing freedom of speech in a lot of these other, uh, you know, parts of the world. Liar. Liar. Not really. It's a liar. Nope. Darren lies. Darren lies about everything. Just like dump truck. <laughs> I don't know why people like to listen to you, Darren. Because all you do is spread lies and... Hello? Is that it? <laughs> oh, no, don't, don't leave me hanging. No. All right, well. <laughs> anyway, thanks for calling, Karen. We appreciate it. We missed you. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Speaking of spreading lies and misinformation, I don't know. Listen, this Vladimir Putin story, it came from uh, it came from the Daily Mail, so believe it or not. But it, it, it apparently, there seems to be a couple of places reporting something similar. Vladimir Putin, who a lot of people have been saying now for a long time has been ailing with some kind of disease. They believe a lot of this paranoia comes from... Uh, what I've read a cancer diagnosis. I've read dementia. I've read that he's losing his control of his faculties, which this story would, you know, would would uh, help support. But Vladimir Putin, according to the Daily Mail, fell down the stairs at his home and soiled himself, according to Telegram Channel, which claims links to his bodyguard. He was at his official residence. He soiled himself while continuing to suffer from cancer, which is what they say. Uh, he's 70 years old and his health is visibly deteriorated. Since he launched his war in Ukraine, he suffered the fall on Wednesday evening when he slipped coming downstairs at his Moscow home. Putin landed on his coccyx. <laughs> okay, go on. Man's in pain, Hannah, and you're laughing at it? Sorry. Fell down five steps, then rolled onto his side and slid down two more. The sharp impact caused him to involuntarily defecate due to cancel of the gastrointestinal tract. So, little poop and Putin news for your Friday. Listen, quick break, folks. More Marque Show on the way. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Marque Show. You're a bad one. Creepy Joe. You really are senile. Your son is without morals. Your party's in denial, Creepy Joe. You sniffle the girls and then let them play with your toes. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't toe. It was the hair on his legs. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 turn. Uh, um, blonde in the sun. Yeah, and then the little and the kid. kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. Okay. 
that it's like, I forgot how much, how disturbing and also hilarious that clip is. And that's the President of the United States, ladies and gentlemen, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. 855-940-MARK is our number, 8559. And if you can believe it, if you can believe it, there's a guy, a high-ranking Republican, somebody that you know, somebody who was the who was the the herald of the Republican Party back during the Clinton years and was able to really um, you know, execute a Republican recovery like never before who has just basically said that guy, Joe Harry Legs Biden, who's a, you know, whose hair turns blonde in the sun, who corn pops worst nightmare, ladies and gentlemen, Joseph Robinette Biden. Corn pop was a bad dude. Yeah. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. That senile old coot, according to one Republican, is running the show and winning. Newt Gingrich, Newt Gingrich, in a new op-ed says, uh, warning, the, uh, warning to the GOP, Biden is winning. This from Axios, President Biden has carefully and cautiously waged war in Ukraine with no American troops. He just had one of the best first term off year elections in history. Nancy Pelosi, Ron Klain, Jill Biden. No, that was Newt Gingrich, leader of the Republican Revolution of 1994, which swept him in as Speaker of the House. Quit underestimating President Biden, Gingrich wrote in a column this week's. Uh, this week, conservatives' hostility to the Biden administration tends to blind us to how effective Biden has been on his own terms. The clarity of winning and losing creates a clarity of analysis about who is doing well and who isn't. If you apply that same model to Biden, you realize how well he is doing by his own definition of success. Like most Americans, I do not approve of the job he is doing. Like virtually all conservatives and Republicans, I deeply oppose his policies. They are clearly weakening America and strengthening our enemies. And again, like most Americans, I oppose the woke policies which are undermining and threatening to destroy popular, unique, shared American culture. However, conservatives' hostility to the Biden administration on our own terms tends to blind us as to just how effective Joe Biden has been on his terms. He has only built upon and fortified the left-wing, big government, socialist, woke culture system. We dislike Biden so much, we pettily focus on his speaking difficulties, sometimes strange behavior, clear lapses of memory, and other personal flaws. Our aversion to him and his policies makes us underestimate him and the Democrats. But remember, Presidents Dwight Eisenhower and Ronald Reagan both preferred to be underestimated. Both wanted people to think of them as pleasant, but not dangerous. They found being underestimated was a major asset. While people laughed at them, they were busy achieving their goals and getting their programs implemented. Biden has achieved something similar. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Newt Gingrich, noted conservative politician and Republican stalwart, saying that Joe Biden is very similar to Ronald Reagan in his effectiveness and his use of folksy charm, that he does it purposely to be underestimated so he can get his way, and by declaring what he believes to be a victory, he can seem more victorious than somebody else that may or may not be running against him. 
there is some truth to what Newt Gingrich is saying and what he's writing. But the, the difference is that the war that Joe Biden's winning isn't, I believe, a political war. It goes back to that wokeness. It goes back to the woke folk and the culture war. In fact, the same culture war uh, that we played you the clips of earlier today, Arthur Brooks, who said 3% of the workforce is not at work to work. 3% of the uh, workforce is there to be an activist. 3% of your employees are activists instead of working, and they're blowing up your Slack channel right now, demanding that you get involved in a culture war and make political statements. Don't do it. And right here in Florida, we have the biggest example of this, Walt Disney. Walt Disney, which for cent for decades, rather, they just went along ho-hum making family-friendly movies, making, you know, amusement park rides, coming up with new ideas for princes and princesses who would live happily ever after. But then one thing happened. Disney gave more of the power of their programming, of their content, of their corporate direction to their Burbank movie studios and not their uh, South, well, I guess you Central Florida um, theme park uh, uh, corporation. There's two major focuses for Walt Disney World, the California Film Division, where they make all those Marvel movies and those cool Pixar films, and then, of course, the other side here at Walt Disney World in Orlando. Both are very lucrative, both are very powerful, but all the powers that be, the corporate culture, came out of Burbank. And when something comes out of California, you know it's going to be bad, you know it's going to be woke, you know it's not going to reflect the ideas and the morals and the values of mainstream Americans who, let's face it, are pretty much the the ones that go to Disney World. They're the ones that go to Disney uh, movies. They're the ones that download Disney Plus and watch all of those shows, or at least they used to before Disney started putting girl-on-girl -girl action in Lightyear and having gay teenagers in their latest flop that nobody really wanted to see because nobody wanted the sexual uh, orientation of teenagers to be a focal point in a child's animated Disney film. Disney continues to learn this the hard way. They went to war with Ron DeSantis over the Parental Rights in Education Act. They believed that this bill was actually a bill that would not allow teachers to say the word gay in classrooms. Why did they believe that? Because 3% of their corporation said, don't say gay is bad. 3% of your employees are activists instead of working. And, and that's exactly what happened at Disney. 3% of Disney cast members were upset by something that the media told them that wasn't true. Ron DeSantis's bill just told teachers that until third grade, you're not allowed to talk about any kind of sexuality, homo or hetero. We're just going to leave it out of the classroom curriculum. In fact, if you're a teacher in the state of Florida and you're teaching a kid between the, the uh, ages of kindergarten and third grade, you should probably just teach them, you know, letters Numbers, colors, basic math skills, maybe some history and some geography, English, whatever it is. Throw in a Spanish language course. Hell, that's cool. I'm all about woodshop. Maybe not for kindergartners. Maybe not for kindergartners. need some, but you know, something similar. Uh, finger painting. There you go. A little art. But let's just not talk about gender, gender ideology, gender fluidity. Let's not talk about pronouns. Let's not talk about homosexual acts, heterosexual acts, masturbation, or anything else that these teachers want to talk to little kids about, which, number one, is creepy, number two, is totally inappropriate, and number three is something the majority of parents don't want happen happening. Hence the Parental Rights and Education Bill. 
But those pesky 3% of Disney employees, they just demanded that Disney, which was headquartered here in the state of Florida, do something about the quote unquote, don't say gay bill. And Disney did. And it bit them in the butt. Because Ron DeSantis, he don't play around when it comes to the children of Florida. He doesn't play around when it comes to the parents' rights here in Florida. In fact, he doesn't play around when it comes to anyone's rights. He believes that here in the state of Florida, we have the right to say what we want, raise our kids the way they, we want, and just because we send them to government schools, it doesn't mean that the government lets to in, lets, uh, is uh, free to indoctrinate them with whatever, with whatever ideology they decide they can indoctrinate them with. Teachers' unions are there to teach, not to, not to uh, push their moral values on the children here in the great state of Florida, the great free state of Florida. And Ron DeSantis stood up to Disney, and Disney now has backed down. They fired their CEO, and they brought back the old CEO, the one that wasn't so woke, the one that didn't green light the groomer flicks, and the one that didn't go to war with the state of Florida or take political sides in, an, in, an, in a, uh, a uh, legislative agenda that never even existed. They brought back a guy who didn't listen to the vocal 3% of his corporation and remembered that his corporation is there to make stuff that people want to buy to make movies that people want to put down their hard-earned cash to see. His job as CEO is to beef up the bottom line for the stockholders because the stockholders are who you really have to make happy. And you make the stockholders happy by making the customers happy. And you don't make the customers happy by taking all this BS from Burbank and pushing it out into mainstream America. In fact, what Arthur Brooks said is 100% accurate. The rest of your employees are feeling bullied as well. Their coworkers are being bullied by these activists. It's time for us to say, I will not be conscripted into America's culture war. Joe Biden is winning, according to a lot of Democrats and according to Joe Biden and according to the media and according now to Newt Gingrich, Joe Biden is winning for a reason. He's winning because he is fighting the culture war. The culture war is not something that I believe we should ignore. And if you're a corporation, don't fall into the trap of it all. But if you're one of these other employees, if you're one of these other people whose children has been affected by these culture warriors, by these social justice warriors who are really just trying to put their left-wing socialist policies into your children's minds because they know that's how they can grow their electorate. That's all they're doing. They need to grow their numbers because they know that eventually these kids are going to be able to vote. And the way that you get kids to think the way you want them to think is not with talk radio shows like this one. Ain't no kids listen to this show. If they are, they're probably geniuses. But if they're, but I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's a, that number's that number is very, very small. Uh, there's no kids watching Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity late at night. There's no kids that are going to CPAC for example, or even TPUSA, that's for college-aged and teenage kids. But these little kids, these three, four, five, six-year-olds, they're not watching the news. They're getting all of their information about the world and about relationships and about politics and about what's good and what's bad and what's right and what's wrong and how many genders there actually are and what is appropriate sexual behavior and what's not appropriate sexual behavior and who is a good guy and who's a bad guy and what racism is. They're getting all of these ideas from two places, their kindergarten teachers and the, the cartoons that they watch on TV. So if you let Disney fight the culture war and you don't fight back, you're going to lose. If you let the teachers fight the culture war and not fight back, you're going to lose. That's why, while I believe that, yes, 
as Arthur Brooks says, corporations should not get drawn into the culture war that is being waged internally by 3% of their employees. Yes, you may just want to cut that out. In fact, cut them out of your organization, just like Elon Musk is doing at Twitter. While I believe that is one thing that's positive if you are a corporate entity, I believe that as an individual, as a parent, as an American, as a patriot, as a patriot, you need to fight back in the culture war. And you need to let these kids know, hey, this is what's real. Hey, this is how it really is. You need to make sure that you're watching these cartoons with your kids and saying, this is not right. This is inappropriate. You need to make sure you're finding positive role models for your kids, role models that you approve, not the teachers unions or the Burbank executives in California. The culture war is on. Joe Biden and the Democrats are winning it. The Republicans, Newt Gingrich is right, have a long way to go because they are fighting a political battle. They're going to continue to fight a political battle. They're fighting a battle in the press. They're fighting a battle in Silicon Valley with the big tech companies. They're going to be dragging people into these Judiciary Committee meetings. But until they get their act together and start infiltrating the entertainment industry and the education industry in a positive way that shows there's another side to the story, Joe Biden and the Democrats and the liberal groomers are going to continue to win in the long run. IMHO. Eight, five, and also, in Newt Gingrich's humble opinion, I-N-G-H-O. Yeah, 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Listen, we've got another K's kid coming in here in just a minute for our second day in the 12 days of Christmas. This is so exciting. We're going to set up the studio. We're going to hear their story. We're going to surprise them with a gift. I'm very excited about it. And then, of course, we've got some weekend review trivia, and it's Jay's birthday. We still have so much to do. We'll try to squeeze in a couple phone calls here in just a minute. 855-940-MARK is our number. Quick break. We'll be right back. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. I got to squeeze in as much news as I can before the 12 days of Christmas, day number two, and also our weekend review trivia plus Jay's birthday celebration. Don't tell him, but we got him gifts. Uh, but there is another story that I want to bring back to you because when we talk about the culture war, it's being won by the Democrats on a couple of reasons. Not only do they have the entire children's entertainment and television network, and we're talking about PBS. We're talking about the Sesame Streets. We're talking about all the Disney movies. We're talking about everything that comes out of Hollywood that is trying to put this leftist slant on the way the world is supposed to be, according to, well, California. Uh, but not only that, they own the media, and the media controls the narrative. And we have actual proof of this again from uh from uh, fox news where what's his name trace um what's his name trace atkins no not trace atkins <laughs> they got trace atkins who's the trace guy from fox news trace guard gallagher trace gallagher was on yesterday with uh tucker carlson and he do you remember when nbc suspended that reporter who broke the paul pelosi story yeah the guy's name was miguel almagor and he reported this uh just right after paul pelosi was attacked with the hammer after a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. The 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency or tried to leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into the foyer toward the assailant and away from police. Now, this guy, Miguel Almagor, he reported that Paul Pelosi didn't seem to be distressed, didn't seem to be in trouble, didn't seem to be scared for his life. The police answered to the door. He goes, what's up? He turned around. He walked the other way back into the house, not like somebody 
party who was trying to escape. NBC reported this, retracted it, and then they suspended the reporter. Well, Trace Gallagher has an update on that. For the record, Miguel Almaguer is based in Los Angeles, just like me. And if you watch NBC Nightly News, the Today Show, he was on all the time. Now he's been off the air for almost a month. He was suspended by NBC without explanation in early November. He's also been off social media except for posting a few vacation pictures. And so far, neither Al McGurr, his agent, NBC, or anyone else has issued a statement on why he left, when he comes back, or if he comes back. It's a suspension being handled like witness protection. Look at that, he's off in secret, he's on vacation, nobody's saying a word, and what is the reason? Why is all of this happening? Well, it's easy. We don't know exactly what was wrong with the report he filed on Paul Pelosi because nobody will tell us. All we know for sure is that it goes against the common narrative, specifically challenging whether Paul Pelosi was in danger when police arrived. Mm, and that is what they wanted you to believe. They didn't want anything to go against that narrative. Paul Pelosi, a dude, alone in the house when his wife's away, middle of the night, 2 a.m., San Francisco. This, a guy who was just picked up for DUI the month prior with a woman in the car, speeding through the vineyards in his, in his Porsche or whatever it was, again, while his wife was away. And after this incident gets covered up by NBC, Nancy Pelosi, she turns in her gavel and says, I don't want to be the leader of this party any longer. Remember, Almaguer didn't just write a very controversial story and have it edited without the brass at NBC signing off on it. Doesn't work like that. Somebody approved the story, and likely several people approved it. Yeah, you don't get to just put anything you want on NBC News when you're a reporter. There's a lot of vetting. This thing got vetted, it got aired, and now one guy's taken the fall. Why? We may never know. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. 855-940-MARK is our number if you're trying to get through. We got, man, I can't believe it's already 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central, which means this time of year it's time for our K's Kids 12 Days of Christmas. This is day number two, and la we've been talking on and on about our Ho Ho Hold'em Charity Poker Tournament. I know a lot of people have gone on our K's Kids Facebook page, and they've seen a lot of the photos, a lot of the video. Folks who are part of our Catriot Discord can actually see video of me and Jay and Hannah playing poker, Hannah winning a hand. Bravo, give it, gotta give it to her. Uh, also being the first one knocked out of our table, which is also very exciting. Uh, but there's a lot of a lot of great stuff out on our Instagram. We have all the photos and, and people have been calling all day and, and you know, stopping by the office, which we hate to tell us how great everything is. Um, so, you know, we have, to, we have to cut him some slack. But this whole thing has kicked off better than we could ever imagine. And it just seems like every year we get more and more people involved, more and more people coming out to our events. And unfortunately, we also uh, continue to have at least 12 kids every Christmas who are still going through really, really, really just um, your horrific medical procedures for these diseases that they've gotten for, you know, no reason whatsoever. Young kids who should be out playing and enjoying themselves and not having to worry about, you know, uh, where their port's going to go or what kind of therapy they're going to have to get through or whether or not they're going to be in the hospital for Christmas or at home with their families. And unfortunately, there's a steady flow of kids who still find themselves in that position. Uh, but again, fortunately, there's a lot of generosity in our audience and with everybody listening and coming to our events so that we can bring them in here twice a year in July and right now in Christmas and uh, and surprise them with a very cool gift. And we're going to do another uh, surprise gift here in just a minute. Uh, but first, let's kick off today's 
uh, day number two of the 12 days of Christmas. The Mark K Show presents the 12 days of Christmas, brought to you by K's Kids. And today, uh, yesterday we had Noel, who, which was great that we kicked off the 12 days of Christmas with a kid who's named Christmas. Um, today we have Nevea. And Nevea is uh, going to be in here in just a minute. She's 11 years old. I just met her out in the lobby. She apparently is very talkative. Hopefully that continues when she comes in the studio. But we're going to bring her in right now. She has cystic fibrosis, and she's had a couple of surgeries, and she goes through a lot of treatments. If you know anything about that disease, it's a lot of time in the hospital. And we're going to bring her in here. First, we're going to have her tell us her story. We're going to get to know her, and then we're going to give her a big Christmas surprise. I hope she's really – I'm excited about it. I hope she is as well. Uh, so they're, oh, they're bringing her in now. There, she's coming through the lobby. I see him coming to the doorway. We're going to sit her down in the chair, and then we're going to just, we're going to find out all about Nevea. Hi, how are you? Come on in. How's it going? This is your chair right here. If you want to go ahead and have a seat. Welcome to the Mark K Show. Oh, yeah, I know it's on wheels. Be careful. You might, <laughs> yeah. And that's your micro, is that microphone right there by your, is that a good height for you? Yeah. Oh, look at that. It works. <laughs> how are you? good. It's Nevea. Is that right? Am I saying it right? Mm-hmm. Nevea. And how old are you? I'm 11. Well, thank you for coming here today. You didn't have anything else going on today, did you? Mm-mm. No plan? Other than school. Other than school? <laughs> Wait. Oh, yeah. No, this is, we'll teach you a lot more than you'll ever learn in school. Where do you, what grade are you in? Fifth. Fifth grade. And do you like it? You, you can say yes. It's okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. Give her. She's like, oh, yeah. What's your favorite part about school? Mm, I'd have to say lunch. You'd have to say lunch. That was my favorite part. <laughs> Lunch, recess, the end. Oh, I got it. Well, that's great. What did you have for lunch today? You don't remember? I didn't go to school. Oh, you didn't go to school because you came here. Well, you're welcome. Uh, listen, do you know why you're here? Did anybody tell you? <clears throat> Who are these people behind you, by the way? <clears throat> that's my mom. And that's... One's your mom. That's my mom. Yeah. And that's my Meemaw. And your Meemaw. So mom and Meemaw are here. And they took you out of school. They brought you to the Marque Show. Did they tell you why they were bringing you here today? talk about i don't know yeah <laughs> we wanted to we wanted to talk to you about a couple things first of all i noticed you're wearing a dreams come true t-shirt can you tell us about dreams come true when did you get involved with them i had got involved in like i would have to say last year last year yeah and was it because you got sick um i think part of it part of it yeah yeah, and they, what did they do for you that was kind of cool? Did you get a dream? Mm-hmm. What was your dream? I got to go to Disney World. Wow. SeaWorld and Universal. Well, Disney World, SeaWorld, and Universal. We call that the trifecta here in Florida. That's amazing. Did you have a blast? Mm-hmm. What was your favorite part of the trip? Universal. Universal? Yeah, okay, good. Well, they're, they're a sponsor, so that's great. Uh, listen, we <laughs> we also heard that uh, Dreams Come True approached you because you have cystic fibrosis. Is that right? Yes. Can you? How long have you had that? Do you remember? My whole life. Your whole life, yeah. And what um, what is the, uh, basically, for those people that aren't really familiar with what that means and what you kind of have to go through, can you tell everyone a little bit what, what that entails? Um, cystic fibrosis is where both of your parents have to have one or the other genes mm-hmm. that make cystic fibrosis. Yeah. Like my mom, she doesn't show up for it because my cystic fibrosis is a new strand that they don't know yet. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And what, you have a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of buildup in your chest and your yes. lungs, right? Um, 
There's a lot of blockage in my lungs, so that way if I cough, it's it's fine. If I spit anything up, I do have to look at it in case there's any blood in it or a different color. Yeah. So that way I make sure it's okay, but normally it's fine. And do you have to do daily treatments or anything yeah. like that? What kind of daily treatments do you have to do? I have to do my vest treatment, which shakes me and shakes up the mucus in my lungs. And also, I have to... Um, do feedings at night. Yeah. So what? Can, what? Do you, like through a, what kind of feedings? A YouTube. Oh, through a tube. tube. Yeah. And you do that every night. Yeah. And I heard you had a couple surgeries recently too, right? Mm -hmm. What was that for? Um, this one right here is my port. Mm -hmm. That way, if I go into the hospital, they don't have to give me a pick line or an IV. Oh, they just have a port ready to go. Mm -hmm. They you, can just stick me yeah. in my port. And is it is it that you spend a lot of time in the hospital? Is that why they put the port in there? Um, I normally go to the hospital for like two or one week. Yeah, two or <laughs> two weeks or one week at a time. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a lot of time. That's a lot more time than you want to spend in the hospital, right? Yeah, but it normally goes by fast. And the vet, the, uh, we've seen, we've had, uh, we've interviewed a couple of kids too with Dreams Come True with the vest. And they, how long every day are you in the vest? 15 to 20 minutes. 15 to 20 minutes. You have to do that every day so it shake up, uh, shakes up the mucus. Yeah. Huh. Is that ple That's not a real pleasant experience, I imagine. It actually is fun. Oh, really? It is fun? Well, look at that. Well, I'm, well, I'm glad you seem to enjoy it. You seem to have a great attitude, I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. For somebody who has to do all this stuff with their cystic fibrosis and take care of themselves on a daily basis, and you've got more responsibility for your health than most kids, you got a big <laughs> smile on your face, and you're mm -hmm. very polite, and you just seem like a really, really joyous person. Mm-hmm. It's really nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Now, what else do you like to do other than, you know, lunch at school? What are your other favorite things? Um, I do like to do reading. Mm -hmm. um, my reading teacher, Miss Medley, she's a really good teacher. Yeah. She, um, every time we have tests or quiz, we do a blue kit. It's like a little game where they have the questions up and we pick the right answer. Yeah. And if we pick the right answer, we get... Points. Really? And whoever has the most points at the end gets a piece of candy. Really? Do you get a lot of points? Do you get a lot of candy? No, because she doesn't go on who wins. Oh. Or how the accuracy is. Oh. Like if you get a 67 out of 100, then you don't get candy. But if you like get a 75 or above, you get candy. Oh. See, I'm all about winning at all odds. I'm like, I don't care if I win by one point or 20. If I win, I want my candy. But that, listen, that's, that's me. That's not her. That's great. Listen, I heard also you like music. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Is your favorite artist Machine Gun Kelly? Yes. Mine too. My, do you have any tattoos? No. Oh, okay, because Machine Gun Kelly has a lot of tattoos. Yeah, all right. I don't either. So that's, but we can just like his music without wanting to be like him. Well, listen, Nevea, thank you so much. For, I have to tell you, you tell that story about yourself really well and you're really well spoken. And I know you said you've never been on the radio, right? Mm -hmm. You could have fooled me because you speak very clearly, a lot clearer to, than a lot of professional radio people. So I wanted to thank you for coming in today. Mm -hmm. There's also one other thing that we want, we didn't just want to talk about you and your cystic fibrosis. Um, although we did get it, we did enjoy learning about it. We wanted to talk about your dream, but you know, we also really like Christmas here. I don't know if you've noticed, but we've kind of decorated our studio. Do you see that? What do you see around here that reminds you of Christmas? The Christmas tree. Christmas tree, dead giveaway, yeah. Um, Noel. Noel, yeah. Uh, Up there, some reindeer and snowman and stuff like that. And then the fireplace. 
fireplace on the TV. Isn't that great? Yeah, we use a TV fireplace because we're not allowed to light fires in the building. It's against the fire code. But listen, we do uh, we do Christmas up here, right? And one of the things we love about Christmas is giving and getting gifts, mostly giving gifts. Do you like that about Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Well, every year we like to celebrate the 12 days of Christmas. And for 12 days, we get with our friends at Dreams Come True. And we say, hey, do you guys know any kids who've been going through some tough stuff and might like to get a special Christmas present? Might be, uh, might be wishing for something that we could help get them. And then we get with all of our listeners and our audience and they're very generous people. And they give us a bunch of money for our charity Case Kids. And we get to buy presents for kids just like that. Isn't that cool? Guess what? What? We asked Dreams Come True this year who would like a special Christmas present. And you know who they told us? Me. Yes, they said Nevea. And that's what the secret reason why you're here. Mm -hmm. We wanted to give you a very special Christmas gift, something we think that you'll be able to use and something we think you'll really like. Do you want to know what it is? Me too. All right, here, let me grab it. Right under the tree. Make sure... Make sure this has your name on it. Is that say? Is that spelled correctly? Is that to you? Um. Close enough. Close enough. Okay, all right, perfect. Whatever. <laughs> I didn't spell it, but here we go. Open up the gift and let's see what you got. This is this is very exciting. Let me know if you. God. Yeah, they're, I'm scared. Oh, they're, you're scared. Don't be. It's not a scary gift. Hannah, grab some scissors for that ribbon. We got. The, we put the fancy ribbon on it. We want to make sure that it can uh, it can come off pretty easily. Here we go. You got it? All right, yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah, just cut it all off. Cut all the ribbons. Perfect. Good. There you go. Thank you. God, this is heavy. Nicely done. <laughs> all right. It's, it's probably way more than me. It weighs more than Is it heavy? I don't know. Oh, all right. All right. Well, let's see. Let's open it up. I have to get my grandpa here to figure that one out. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's <laughs> we'll get grandpa in next time. Rip off the paper. Looks like you opened it up from the back. Keep, yeah, keep ripping. No, you're doing great. Keep ripping. Keep ripping. I wanted to do that so when I flip it, I can, because I could sense it. You know? Yeah, no, that's great. You okay. really, you got a good sense of showmanship. What is it? Are you okay? What is it? Are you all right? What happened? Neve, are you okay? Are you crying? You don't like it. It's the wrong size. I love it. You love it? Oh, yay. I'm so excited. Tell everyone what it is. A Microsoft Surface. A Microsoft Surface Go. We heard you really wanted one of those. Is that true? Yes. Well, we wanted to make sure that you had it because I know sometimes you don't get to be in touch with your friends, right? And you, you need to stay in touch with the people that you love while you're going through your treatments and you're in the hospital. <coughs> you think you could find a use for that, huh? It's going to bring you some happiness and some joy this Christmas? Yes. Well, listen, Nevea, you are very sweet, and we are we are just so glad that we got to know you, and we're so glad we were able to get you something that we think you really are going to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. You're Merry Christmas. I know you're all choked up. Me too. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Listen, we have something else for you too. We have a big bag of candy. So you don't need to win those blueprints anymore or whatever they were going. <laughs> Quick break, folks. More of the Marquee Show is coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere.
This is the Marque Show. My name's Marque. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Man, I'll tell you what. I know you. usually you never know what you're going to get. When you bring a child in here and they don't know that they're about to get a Christmas treat, they don't know they're about to get surprised, they think they're just coming in here to talk about their disease again. They think they're just here to do an interview about their, their hospitalization again. They think they're just in here to draw awareness to whatever it is they've been going through again. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, guess what? Boom, Christmas time. Yeah. Here, here's something you really want. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Some kids scream like you would, I mean, ear piercingly. <laughs> we were, I was talking to Rich Jones at a WOKV here in Jacksonville the other day. He said, I still hear that little girl from a couple of years back. She got the dollhouse. It was and so cute. She screamed at the top of her lungs. Some kids just, they just run right to the, they just ignore you. Yeah. A couple of years ago, in fact, yesterday at the Ho Ho Hold'em uh, poker tournament, the charity poker tournament, a couple whose daughter was here a few years ago, we gave her a Cinderella pumpkin power wheels. Thing was so big, we had to give it to her in the lobby. It wouldn't fit through any of the doors. And she immediately, upon seeing it, ignored us, forgot she was on the radio, jumped in the thing, hit the gas, and drove right into our producer at the time. It was amazing. And then some kids do exactly what happened with Nevaeh. They just get so overcome with emotion that they start to cry, and they just don't know. I mean, it, it is, it's truly seeing the the surprise and the joy and that's really that's really why we started this because you know every day she's got to put on a vest and and get shaken so that the, the mucus doesn't build up in her in her chest she's got to be fed through a tube every night she's got to go to the hospital she's like oh it's not long a week two weeks two weeks in the hospital for the rest of us that's that's a lifetime uh she's just gotten so used to it she has a port so when she goes to the hospital it's really easy for them to administer the treatment, and this is just her daily life. So be, to be able to take her out of it just for a minute, uh, live on the air, and then, of course, hopefully this gift, this Surface 2, which I think is going to be great because it's not just an entertainment tool. It's a communication tool. It's going to help her pass the time when she's getting treatments, stay in touch with everybody. It's really it's really fantastic, and and we couldn't have done it without everybody listening, everybody who donates to K's Kids, everybody who comes to our events, everybody who came to our poker tournament last night, and, of course, everybody who listens and watches every day and spreads the word and uh, continues to keep that joy going on. We do have a K's Kids Facebook page, and we post photos there. We post the podcast every day if you want to listen to it. We'll post some videos as well. And, of course, at kskids.com, you can get all the information about how to help and uh, any of the events that are coming up. Quick break, folks. I can't believe it, but the day, the week, heck, the week has flown by. It's time for Weekend Review Trivia. If you've been listening to the show all week long, now's your time to call in and do what, Hannah? You are going to call in to play Weekend Review Trivia. Yeah, and thank you. 855, sorry to tear you away from your Instagram. 855-940-MARK. Quick break, we'll be right back. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855 Mark is the number, and we're about to play some weekend review trivia. And then, don't forget, Hannah, we have to give Jay his presents. I know. Before we leave. Well, I know. The show goes so fast uh, in December. I'm telling you, let's get to the uh, let's get to weekend review trivia. First of all, we have to get the uh, weekend review trivia official theme music so that everybody knows it's time to play weekend review trivia. Where did I put it? Oh, no. Oh, wait, I got it right here, I think. Let's see, does this sound familiar? 
Yeah, that's it. Ooh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been listening all week long, you are primed and ready to win. Uh, if you haven't been listening all week long, there's absolutely no way for you to know the answers to these questions. These are ungoogleable. These are questions. <laughs> ungoogleable. We ask these questions about things we've done on the show all week, and the only way to know the answer is by listening every single day to the Mark K Show for three hours. And to prove it, we've got Joni on the line in California. Hi, Joni. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, Joni. Have you been listening to the show every day for three hours a day? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. We'll we'll take what we can get. That's no problem. All right. Uh, you're going to be playing against Don. Don is in Idaho. What's up, Don? Hey, good. Uh, it's still morning here in Idaho. So. It's still. What time is it there in Idaho? What? Oh no, it's afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, saying, Mark. How oh, are yeah. you? <laughs> Thank you. The, if it's Sorry, the, I'm, I'm working on my truck. If it's the Idaho, I'm thinking of it's it's afternoon there now. But oh, you're working on your truck. All right, good. Yeah. Listen, have you been listening to the show though? That's the important question. I have. Great. Ooh. All right, Johnny. Uh, I'm sorry. Religiously. Uh, Joni and Don, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to ask you questions. They're multiple choice questions, so it makes it a little bit easier. And uh, all you have to do is give us the correct answer. The most correct answers at the end of the game wins. Mm. Now, in the event of a tie, Hannah, what do we do? We flip a coin. I put my coin. Shoot, I keep losing it. Man. All right, well, we'll find it here in just a minute. It's if, somewhere. If it comes Didn't down it to that. Is it in your pocket? I don't know. It's, maybe it's in my pocket. Oh, yeah, it's in my pocket. Wow, look at me. Good job, Hannah. How do you know what's in my pocket? That's a little weird. Yikes. Mm. Uh, Joni, here we go. We're going to start with you. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Here is your first question. Listen carefully. I brought in a cinnamon broom earlier this week to make the studio smell festive for the holidays. What did Hannah say when she walked in and smelled it for the first time? Did she say, A, ooh, it smells like my Grandma Jan's homemade snickerdoodle cookies? <laughs> or did she say, B, <laughs> it smells like my mom Barbie's warm buns? Okay. Or, <laughs> or <laughs> her cinnamon buns. Yeah. yeah. Or, did, <laughs> or did she say, C, oh, it reminds me of the last time I got hammered on Fireball. Uh. That would be C. When she got hammered on Fireball. Not Grandma Jan's snickerdoodle cookies. No. No, yeah, it was hammered on Fireball. Okay. <laughs> These words have been embellished slightly. Well, you know, you get the gist. You get the gist of it. You get the gist of it. Anyway, very nicely done, Joni. You have a you have a point. Don, you ready for your first one? I'm ready. All right, listen carefully. I got sick and tired of people forcing ties during these contests we have on the show so that everybody would win a prize pack. How did I say we would break ties in the future? I kind of just gave this one away, but uh -huh. that's all right. A, whoever gives me the best compliment wins. B, <laughs> eeny, meeny, miny, mo, or C, a coin flip. As tempted as I am in the eeny, meeny, miny, mo, I'm going to have to go with a coin flip. That is correct. I'm being attempted for letter yeah. A. That was a coin. What'd you say? For letter A. For le well, whatever, yeah. It is, we, <laughs> I know what he meant. All right, Joan, uh, Joni, back to you. Are you ready? Ready. I said this week that I had a brand new career goal. I set a brand new career goal. What was the brand new career goal that I set? A, to be on as many radio stations as Sean Hannity. B, to be followed on Twitter by Elon Musk. Or C, to become so popular that if I unfollowed someone on Twitter, it would make national headlines. That would be C, 
C to become so popular? Somebody. If I unfollowed yes. somebody, yeah. Yes. Uh, because Candace Cameron Bure unfollowed Jody Sweeten and queer teen <laughs> sensation JoJo Siwa, and it made national headlines. I was like, that's a career goal. That's a good one. Of course. Oh, hold on. My, yeah, my, yeah. Di- my, my dinger's no. sticky. Mm. Yeah, but uh, ding. Congratulations. Yeah, it'll do it like 12 times <laughs> yeah, in we got a it. few it's seconds here. <laughs> I'll click it a few more times so we'll hear it. All right. It's two to one. Uh, Don, are you need to, this one to tie it up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Listen carefully. Hot keys are up, right, Jay? Yep. Okay. All right. So we're going to. We'll hear it in a minute. I think we're gonna, all right. We'll hear a bunch huh. of them in just a second. All right, Don. Here we go. Listen carefully. Why did I text my agent during the show this week? (laughs) Why did I text my agent during the show this week? Was it A, to tell her to get me on as many radio stations? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. Was it to tell her to get me on as many radio stations nationwide as Sean Hannity? Was it B, to tell her to get me more money? Or C, was it to ask her why Jewish people vote for Democrats? Uh, I'm going to go with C, the Jewish Democratic voting. Yeah, it's not a stereotype. My agent just happens to be Jewish, and she said, I don't know about you, but I vote for Republicans. So, congratulations. Oh, the dinger worked. I'm about to text her and say, You got to get these people to get me an unsticky dinger. Because <laughs> my dinger gets, yeah. I, we got to clean up the dinger in this studio because it is just terrible. All right. Uh, two to two. <laughs> Joni, back to you. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Who did I say I wanted to speak more like when answering questions about politics? Was it A, (laughs) Joe Biden, Hmm. B, John Kennedy, or C, Joy Reid? The poop toilet is full. Well, it wasn't Sleepy Joe. It was B, John Kennedy. You think it was B, John, not the John Kennedy who was president of the United States, John Kennedy, the no, senator. No, 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 yeah. the senator, yes, yes. I used to have a um, a beagle named Roger, mm. and Roger was a rascal. Mm, yeah. About every two weeks, Roger would run off. He'd always come back, but about half the time, he'd come back dragging <laughs> uh, roadkill mm. that he would hide under my back porch. Mm-hmm. Uh, President Biden's energy policy looks like something Roger used to keep under my back porch. That is correct. It's still, still one of the best quotes of Such all a time. Good roast. Uh, yeah, it really is. All right, uh, Jody, you got three points. You're doing great. You guys are both doing great so far. So far, it's a clean sweep. I, see, I foresee a coin toss in the future. Don, how's it going, Don? Uh, Don is still here. Do right. WD-40 your dinger? All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Don, do me. You were said you were working. Just go up and oil up my dinger real quick. Let's see if we can get this thing. Uh, there. Here we go. All right, Don. Uh, this is a good one. Who won American Trivia Warrior this week? Was it A, me, B, <laughs> J, or C, John Squirmy? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you had John Squirmy in the studio this week, so no. I'm going to go with. You, Mark K. That is correct. Where's my trophy? That WD-40, man, that worked like a charm, too. Uh, All right, very good, Don. You got yourself three points. Joni, you have three points. You can take the lead with this one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hannah wore a blazer that really caught our attention this week. What, What color was it? A, hot pink. B, neon orange. Or C, royal blue. 
That would be answer C, the royal blue. That is correct. Yeah. It was royal blue. Hannah doesn't wear neon orange. She only wears blood orange. That's right. Blood oranges. Don. Sorry. All right, Don, here we go. You guys are killing it. You guys are killing it. Uh, which of the following, Don, which of the following famous characters did people on our live stream not compare Hannah to when she wore her blue blazer? Let me read that again. Which of the following famous characters did people on our live stream not compare Hannah to when she wore her blue blazer? A, Blanche from the Golden Girls. <laughs> Marie Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond, or C, Chris Kattan from Night at the Roxbury? Uh, I must have missed that, that, that segment. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with uh, C, Chris Kattan at the Roxbury. Mm. I'll tell you, if you followed us on Instagram, in fact, if you go to Hannah's Instagram right now, you will see that not only did she have the same blue blazer that Chris Kattan wore in the Night of the Roxbury, uh, but no. also the same black mock turtleneck and gold chain. It's true. Yeah, go to Hannah Guile. Yeah, on Facebook. So, Don, I'm, I'm so sorry. You do not get a point for that one. Joni, back to you. Are you ready? Um, ready. Why did Hannah have to get a ride to work yesterday? A, her car wouldn't start. B, she flushed her keys down the toilet. <laughs> C, she was planning to get really, really drunk at the Ho Ho Hold'em poker tournament. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, well, B and C could be correct, but the answer is A. You know, I was thinking that. Flushing your keys down the toilet, it, that seems <laughs> totally plausible. There's no way that my, my keys would flush down the toilet. See, I like that she didn't argue that she'd be dumb enough to drop her keys in the toilet and flush them. It's that they wouldn't fit. They wouldn't fit. There's no way. Yeah. No, congratulations. You got yourself a point. All right, Don, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. What song are we trying to get back on the charts this holiday season to topple Mariah Carey, the Queen of Christmas? A, even Santa hates Biden. B, Hannah got run over by a reindeer. Or C, <laughs> Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. <laughs> that would be A. Uh, Santa hates Mr. Biden. That's uh, even Santa hates Biden is your guess? It is. Yeah, that is correct. Uh, even Yeah, we're trying to get it back on the charts. We weren't able to topple the Queen of Christmas last year. We're hoping this year. Listen, uh, after the uh, after the 10 questions set, our final tally is Don with four, Joni with five. No need for the coin toss, ladies and gentlemen. We have a winner. Jo Joni, congratulations. <laughs> Oh, you guys both did a great job. Don, great job, and thank you so much again for fixing my sticky dinner. Uh, dinner dinger? <laughs> sticky, sticky dinner. <laughs> sticky dinner is a totally different story. Uh, Joni, hang on one second. We're going to hook you up. Everybody hang tight. Quick break, and when we get back, our celebration of Jay's birthday. It's coming up right after this on the Marque Show. Don't go anywhere. Stay right where you are. This is the Marque 
Mark Hey Show. My name's Mark Hey. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-MARK. And it's officially December. We've got a big runoff election. Don't forget on Tuesday of next week. So we're going to be following that pretty closely to see what happens if the Senate remains 50-50 or if the Democrats pull off another thing that gives them even more power. If that happens, the Republicans really... Uh, we're going to have to really start taking matters in our own hands. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's that time of year again. We've got to celebrate. I know it seems like there's a lot of celebrations. We had Thanksgiving, yeah. Thanksgiving, K's Kids, 12 Days of Christmas, the Poker Tournament, and it just so happens that Jay's birthday falls on Sunday this year. And we had two options. Come in on Sunday and celebrate his birthday, which ain't gonna happen. So we decided <laughs> to do it today instead. So Jay, happy fake birthday. Thank you. Now we uh, already, we had a big party last night. We had some sushi this morning. We got all Jay's favorites and we had a little, we had a decked out, nice little luncheon. And delicious. now Thank you. we got Jay some gifts. And Hannah, do you wanna go first? Or do you yeah, want me to go first? Either way. All right, Jay, who, what do you wanna open for? You decide, you got two gifts up there. Which one do you wanna open first? I guess I will go. With this one. Okay, that one is from Hannah. Okay. All right, and uh, open it up. Tell everybody what you got there. Beautifully wrapped, happy birthday bag, some tissue paper. Jay's got his big old paw in there. He's pulling out something. Ooh. Ooh, what does that say? Good, good. Good, good. Oh, do you know it's what good, good is? Fighting for par. Yeah, they make those tacky golf shirts, I think, that you Excuse like to me. wear. Excuse yeah. me, it's good, good golf, and they're great. The good, No, they're great, but they're also, you know, it's not something... <laughs> Uh-oh, what is it? Oh, it's just, uh, looks like those geckos on golf clubs. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Look at that. I think it's a chameleon. Is it a gecko? Yeah, no, you might be right. Chameleons on golf clubs. I just thought it was fun. It's bright yellow, multi -co It's right up your alley. Yeah, I'm, it is. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> sweet. Thank you. That You're is fantastic. Welcome. Wow, that is really cool. That's awesome. That is yeah. really cool. I'm glad you got Jay that for his birthday and not me that for my birthday. I listen. I know your guys' personalities are a little bit different. What el what else is there? Is that a card? a card? Yeah, it's a card. Oh, just what's the card say? It's a picture of me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it kind of reminded me of your son a <laughs> little bit. That? Like, oh, that, look at I that! Like... Oh my gosh, it looks just like your son. <laughs> yeah, right? it does. Yeah. <laughs> and it says, "Jay, happy forty-first birthday. May all your powers be used for good. Happy birthday. I know that your birthday isn't until Sunday, but I hope you." I hope that today and Sunday are super spectacular. So happy that you're a part of the show. Have the best day. Sincerely, God. Hannah. You're writing a novel over there? What that wasn't that, that much. I literally just signed my card. And I was like, <laughs> Whatever. I was like, sign my card, lick it, slam it. Here we okay. Go. All right. Like, uh, slam it. Are you going to open the card first? Yeah. It's All right. the, yeah it feels ahead. like one of those musical ones. It, oh, well. Is it? Funny you should mention that because being <laughs> a radio professional. Oh, my goodness. I'm big on car. Oh, you described everyone what it says. Well, it's a... Hot dog with mm -hmm. googly eyes. It's a hot dog Ooh. with googly eyes. That's mm -hmm. right, and balloons, yeah. Yep. And then open it up, see what it says. Can I be frank? I really hope your birthday's a wiener. Oh, <laughs> my gosh, you did it for the dad joke. Can I be frank? I hope your birthday is a wiener. Because what do we know about Jay? He's a wiener. No, he's... <laughs> okay, well, that... I he identify loves, as a male. He loves a good dad joke. Yeah, there's something else in that card oh, for you, yeah, too. I appreciate that. You can pick I out your own... That. You can pick out your own gift. Now, the other gift I got you, mm -hmm. I'd like to point out, is not... I know you like to drink, so I got you... I don't know what you're talking about. I got you some booze. <gasps> it's not... In fact, it's pretty cheap booze, and really, the only reason... <laughs> the only reason I bought it was because I wanted you to read the label on the air. Okay. I'm very excited to, to see this. <laughs> That's such a maniacal laugh. <laughs> What'd you get? 
some dickle bourbon. Dickle oh bourbon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, that's worth that's worth the 20 bucks I paid for it right yeah, there. Absolutely. Dickle bourbon. Where are those pickles? Where are those dickles bourbon? <laughs> With cider. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jay, listen, put on your tacky golf shirt, uh, pour yourself a big bottle of uh, bourbon. Big bottle? Big, big bottle. Big yep. glass of bourbon. Yep, there it is. And have a very, very happy birthday. And uh, thank you for everything that you do um, throughout the year. Well, it hasn't even been a year yet, right? No. When did you start? June. All right. So thank you for everything you've done this half year. <laughs> and, uh, we'll, and we'll see how it goes in the next in the following year. Uh, listen, everybody, thank you so much for what has been one of the most amazing weeks we've had. The best Ho-Ho Hold'em charity poker tournament we could ever imagine. The best kickoff IMHO to our K's kids. We've just done two of 12 days, which means every single day next week and the week after, we're going to be bringing you more fantastic stories from more heroic and courageous kids. We're going to be bringing you more fantastic gifts that you guys paid for, and that, as you can see, just by what happened today with Nevea and what happened with Noel yesterday is going to put a big smile on these kids' faces and take their minds off of what's troubling them inside and just make them feel the joy that's all around them. Uh, listen, have a great weekend, everybody. Happy birthday to Jay. We will be back Monday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, for another edition of the Marquee Show. Please make plans to join us, won't you? Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.